I'm Chris Hagen. For those who don't know, I've been a language coach for many years. In my career, I've taught a wide variety of people from famous singers and radio presenters to doctors, uni students, and yes, even desperate housewives trying to find an English lover. I finally decided to share my thoughts, tips and tricks with the world. Also check out my YouTube channel if you want to see my ugly mush. So let's kick off this podcast with a great jingle. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. For you comes in your ears, another word for things is cheers. He's the new kid from the block, here for you around the clock. Shining all his English tips, Chris is an anagram of risk. Hello and welcome to this 20th episode of the first series. Yes, series is what the S stands for when it says SO1 because I'm British. And in the UK, we say series, not season. Season is an American word. Well, it's not an American word. We also use it, but we use it when we're talking about spring, summer, autumn and winter. So like I said, this is the 20th episode in the first series, which means, unfortunately for you, but it gives me a little bit of a break. It is the last episode in the first series. Series, series, series. How many times did I say series so far? But I'm sure you've not listened to every single minute of every episode. Have you? If you have, very, very good. If not, now's the time to do it. But don't cry because I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to be preparing the second series. Now, today I want to start off with a little bit of... Some grammar, as you guess from the jingle. Now, I want to talk about two verbs in English, which I keep, keep, keep hearing people making mistakes with. These two verbs are fall and feel. Now, we all know the difference between these two words when they're in the present tense, but often students confuse them when they turn into the past. Let's start off with the present tense of to fall. So, to fall means to move from a higher level to a lower one, usually quickly. And more often than not, if a person falls, it means also hurting yourself or twisting an ankle. Speaking of twisted ankles, hello Emanuela and hope your ankle is feeling better after all the crisps you secretly ate last night. So in the present tense, let's use Emanuela to create an example. Obviously invented. Emanuela falls, third person of course, off the curb. Now, curb in the UK spelling is K-E-R-B. In America, they spell it C-U-R-B. But do you know what the curb is? The curb is the edging usually made from stone of a pavement. So the bit that divides the pavement from the road, that little step that everybody falls down. So we have Emanuela falls off the curb in the present tense. But in the past, fell. Emanuela fell off the curb. Now, you all might be thinking, I know this. Good if you do, but many times I've heard people saying, Emanuela felt off the curb. As I'm sure you've guessed by now, or already know, felt is the past tense of feel, not the past tense of fall. So we have fall, fell, and feel, felt. It's true they sound similar, and if you make this mistake, people won't understand you, so be careful. Take this example just to prove the fact that people won't understand you if you make the mistake. Emanuela fell down. Emanuela felt down. They both have a totally different meaning. The second felt down, so Emanuela felt down, means she was depressed, sad, not in a happy mood, let's say. And so after she fell down off the curb, she probably felt down. 
So they do actually connect, but they both mean something totally different. So if you make the mistake between feel and fall in the past, you say something completely different. So the first example was, Emanuela fell down. The response could be, did you help her up? It should be the reply, to be honest, if you're a gentleman. But if someone says to you, Emanuela fell down, did you cheer her up? This should be the reply, because if someone feeling, is feeling down, you try to cheer them up. Both totally different. So remember. Say it. Now, recently on TikTok or social media, I don't, don't remember exactly where, I asked for people's favourite English words and least favourite English words. TikTok, I think it was. Okay. And so, I said my favourite English word is... Well, I've been told I use the word marvellous a lot, but that's not my favourite. To be honest, there's probably many words I like. I like words which have a sound with them, so probably uh, like onomatopoeic words like codswallop, even though you're not walloping anybody, which is onomatopoeic, because when you wallop somebody, you hit somebody. Codswallop, I like. And this word you know if you've listened to the previous podcast. So I want to look at some of the words that people wrote in the comments below the video. So the first one is very nice. Beloveso Milano wrote brotherhood. This is very nice, especially in this period. It's quite important. Kim Kardashian. I'm guessing she's related to the Kardashians. I'm sure she follows me on TikTok. Well, one of them. There's many of them. There's too many of them. Did you hear the good news? Their reality show is finishing. Yay! There is a good thing for 2020. But Kim Kardashian has written Monitor. Yep. Strange choice. But she told me that she likes the way it sounds in American English. So I apologize that my pronunciation, my British pronunciation, is not as nice as the American one. Monitor. Don't really get the excitement. But thank you anyway for the comment. Ellie Moroni 313 says burying. Okay, <laughs> this does sound a little bit creepy, but I like it as well because it has my old town in it where I used to live. Bury. Burying. Another one, Hoswood style. Not easy to pronounce. He likes flawless. Reminds me of a song. There were two others as well, which I remember. Whoopsie Daisy. Very nice. Whoopsie Daisy. You can never, you, sh you should never go through a full day without saying whoopsie daisy and also another one squirrel squirrel is wonderful squirrel it's marvelous even squirrel so these were some of the favorite english words now let's have a look at the least favorite words hmm first one was crisps now the reason this person said they didn't like crisps is because of the pronunciation it's my name chris with a ps crisps another one literally Okay, this one tricks many people and so they hate it. Also, though, T-H-O-U-G-H. Mm, I can understand why people hate this word, though. Random Flower wrote that their, I don't know if it's a boy or a girl, their least favourite English word is pimples. I'm thinking also pimple might be the problem, not only in the plural form, which is a small, hard, inflamed spot on the skin. Disgusting things. Unfortunately, we all get them. Unless you're one of them lucky people who have perfect skin. I'm very jealous. Now, Groupie Zays says world. Now, I'm going to use this one. In fact, I'm going to explain how to pronounce world. As many people tell me, they find this word hard to pronounce. I can understand why. Because some people, when they try to pronounce this word, look like they're having a stroke. So, let's start off with the 
er sound. Now this er sound, our tongue is flat and relaxed in British English. Remember, I can't tell you the American English because I'm British. So er in America they probably go er like that, like a cowboy. So the tongue is flat and relaxed. Er, okay, like the er in sir, sir. Yes, sir. Can I take your order, please? Can I take your order, please? Can you take my order? Eh, okay, you get the idea, sir. So, er. Now add a w before er, and you get were. Now were is the past tense of to be when you say you are, you were. So we've started with er, and we've added a w, and now we have were. So we have were. We can all pronounce were. Yep, I hope so. Okay. Now add an L at the end of were. So when you do this L, when you make this L sound, your tongue goes up to the back of your top front teeth. So whirl, whirl. Okay, if you're in your car or at the gym, maybe do this when people can't see you. You might look a little bit strange, but definitely do it because it's important. So we have were, the past tense of to be, if you are, you were, okay. Adding the L, Whirl, tongue touching the back of your top front teeth. Now we just need to add the D, D. Okay, but we don't want a D. The Queen of England doesn't do D. So a little D. Imagine you're the Queen of England. Try and pronounce it as she would. So add this soft D at the end. Whirl, world, world. So there you go. Er, were world world and you have world so now let's hope that groupies a's now likes the word world i never told you the words because there's actually plural that i hate in english the first one is succulent it's terrible every christmas marks and spencers puts an advert on more or less i've not been in england for a long time with the word succulent and they say it in such a sexy, perverted way. But succulent just sounds wet and moist. It doesn't really sound nice to me. Someone says to me, eat this, it's succulent. Also, succulent means a cactus. Someone will correct me. I don't care. For me, I think it's that anyway. If it's not, when people say, I have succulents. I grow succulents. Terrible word. Terrible. Why does it exist? The other thing I actually hate is two words combined. Cold cuts. When you go to a buffet... A buffet. When you go to a buffet and there's cold meat sliced up there, like on the table, okay, in front of you, like slices of beef, slices of whatever else meat exists. Remember, I'm pescatarian, I don't eat it, so I don't remember. Cold cuts. Basically, cold pieces of meat. Cold cuts just sounds wet and horrible to me. And now, as this is the final episode in the series of podcasts, we're going to do a special telephone call. Not only with my mother, but also with my father. They don't know that this is going to happen, but I'm going to test them to see if they are eligible to be a British citizen. What do you want? What do you want? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, can you fine. Can you both hear me? Am I speaking to both Hagens? Yes, sir. Yes, son. <laughs> Very good. Right, today I was I was thinking, because today is the, the last episode of this series of podcasts, I want to give you two a little quiz. 
Okay. Go on. <laughs> okay. And the quiz, because you both voted for Brexit, is the citizenship quiz to stay Who in said? Britain. Who said we voted for Brexit? Your dad might have done it. You don't know what I'm Might have done. Uh, so I want to see if you and dad, between you, pass the British citizenship test. And if oh, you don't, you have to leave Britain. Well, where's Dad? Is he still there? Yeah, yeah, take your answer. Yes, <laughs> Ah, okay. I need to make sure you're still there, because if you're not... Okay, so the first question... No. No, what, no? something's happening. What? Hey, I can't hear Dad. Where is it? A mile away. No, Answer properly. Alright, so, first question. What was shampooing when it was first introduced? The Indian art of head massage, cleaning your hair, the Indian art of washing, or washing your head with soap. Wash your hair with soap. So you think with soap, and mum? Uh, I think it was the Indian art of massaging your head. Very good. So, so far mum can stay in the country and dad no. Next question. <laughs> Next question. You ready? Soap yeah. Soap. Yeah. yeah, go on. How many colonies were granted independence in 1947? 11, 7, 13 or 9? 9. 13. Dad was right and Mum was wrong. Ah, okay. Very good. So 9 was correct. But did you, was that just a guess? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you knew. <laughs> uh, Okay, this one is a true or false question. The UK government hasn't used the power to suspend the Northern Ireland Assembly. True or false? Uh, that's false. They did use the power to suspend it one time. Very I good. false. Oh, you agree with him because he's from Northern yeah, Ireland. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he should not. <laughs> okay, question four. Are you ready? What do many theatres in the UK produce at Christmas time? A pantomime, a stand-up comedy show, an opera, or a music event? Pantomime. Pantomime. Very good. <laughs> what, Dad? Pantomime. <laughs> a what? If you don't say it right, you pantomime. don't get a point. <laughs> I can't even say it now. Pantomime. A what? Pantomime. <laughs> pantomime. Pantomime, okay. Yeah, it's, like when you were a kid. it's like when you were a child, you used to say problem. <laughs> I still say problem, I can't say problem. And next question, question number five. Which of these is a British overseas territory? Ireland, Hawaii, the Falkland Islands or Cyprus? Falkland Islands. Yep, very good. Okay. Next question. What does the York Minster have? Stained wood? Stained limestone, stained glass, or stained bricks? I, I say stone. Stained limestone, and mum? Stained glass. <laughs> stained glass, mum is correct. Very good. Do you know what the York Minster is? It's a cathedral, isn't it? Where? In York, York. I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. You just guessed that. Yeah. It's in Budapest. <laughs> in Budapest, yeah. Who is the patron saint of Wales? St. George, St. David, St. Andrew, St. Patrick. Who do you think? David. David. Mom? 
Popping David. David. Both correct. Very good. Okay. Next question. Who appoints the local chief constable? The prime minister, the speaker, police and crime commissioners, or the monarch? Police and crime commissioners. And mum? I agree. No idea. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Okay. Which was the last... Eh? You mean very what? good, Dad. Okay, yeah. Mum's just copying you. That's fine. And she's the one from England. Which was the last successful invasion of Britain? Anglo-Saxon, Norman, Roman or Viking? Roman. Roman, yeah. Nope. Viking, uh, sorry. No. Well, no, what? Viking came with what? It bought it there. <laughs> you've no water. What do you mean you've no water? Oh, wait, I thought we were surrounded by it, yeah. Uh, go on, give us the options again. I can't <laughs> remember now. <laughs> You're wrong anyway. The answer's Norman. Uh, is he right. both wrong anyway? Who were Norman? It's Norman. <laughs> so, who is Sir Chris Hoy? A Scottish rower, a Scottish tennis player, a Scottish cyclist or a Scottish runner? Cyclist. Rower. Scottish cyclist. Well, I was going to say cyclist, but I'll give her a chance. Uh, <laughs> so she can catch up. Okay. I know Chris Roy. I met him. I know Chris Roy. <laughs> sure you do, yeah. yeah. What was the purpose of the Emancipation Act? The freedom of religion, the freedom of speech. No one could be held prisoner unlawfully. Or abolish slavery in the British Empire. Silence. I've heard that really. Silence. <laughs> I've heard that something about yeah. the TV on the I think it's to do with the. Uh, Is it not slavery? Constitution. So yeah, freedom, freedom of religion, freedom of speech. No one could be held prisoner unlawfully and abolish slavery in the British Empire. Abolish slavery in the British Empire. Who's Abolish right? slavery and dad. Uh, the other one. Speech. Who? Free no. speech. No. Abolish slavery. Mum was right. Uh, uh. Okay. Next one, number twelve. We're halfway through. Okay. What county? Oh. <laughs> and this is just oh. a sample. I found this online. This is a sample. Uh. What? County does Stonehenge stand in? Lancashire, Berkshire, 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 Berkshire. It's Berkshire. Berkshire, I think, the southern one. Berkshire. Okay. So, what country does Stonehenge stand in? Lancashire, Berkshire, West Yorkshire, or Wiltshire? Oh. Berkshire, down south, isn't it? Wiltshire. Wiltshire. Very good, Mum. Okay. Very good, Mum. Okay. Just reading a book. <laughs> Checking on phone. You, where you got it from. <laughs> <laughs> what tools... Are you ready? What tools... This is a question that Teresa always... Don't ask Dad this. Don't ask Dad this. It's going to be tools. Hang on. We're getting on at him finish. Right, go on. Right. Teresa, when she does an interview for the magazine, always says, what are your tools? Okay. What <laughs> what tools did the bronze... Okay, say it now. What tools did the Bronze Age people introduce? Ornaments and weapons, basic farming machinery, gold currency or roads? Uh, 
Uh, weapons. Weapons. Yep, good. Very good. Do you remember that from school? Yep. Okay, what does the UN aim to do? Prevent war, prevent disease, prevent high inflation, or prevent starvation? War. Prevent war. Okay, that was quite easy, that one. Anyone can do that one, but okay. Okay, how many member states does the Commonwealth have? 53, 77, 28, or 48? 48. I think it's 28 now. Now, why? Well, because you used to have more and a lot of them come out, and I meant independent. Mm. So, mum 48, dad 28. Yeah. Both wrong, it was 53. All right, right okay. Surprised at that. Huh? There you go. What is the capital of Scotland? I'm not even going to give you a choice for this one, you should not. Edinburgh. Dad? Edinburgh. You sure? Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> Edinburgh. Are you sure? Edinburgh is where the castle is. Edinburgh Castle, so it's Edinburgh. There's no castle anywhere else in Scotland, only in Edinburgh. Yeah, I know that, yeah. There's no other castles in Scotland, only in Edinburgh. Right. No, it's a question. Glasgow. Glasgow. No, if you want to choose Edinburgh, you can choose Edinburgh. You're not confident. Right, right well, go on. Who is it? What is it then? Edinburgh. All oh, right, okay. So we said it straight away, and then you said, right, go on. Yeah, just, to, just to trick you. Haggis? No, oh, this okay. is too easy. Where's Haggis from? Scotland. Scotland. Okay, <laughs> very good. Dad just choked. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who is responsible for the economy? <laughs> Teenagers. Okay, the Home Secretary, the Chancellor of the Exchequer, the Foreign Secretary, or the Secretary of State? Chancellor of the Exchequer. No. Uh, what was the first one? Home Secretary. The Home Secretary? Nope. Chancellor of the Exchequer. All right. The Money uh, Man, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the Money Man, yeah. The Money Man, yeah. Okay. What yearly event happens between Oxford and Cambridge Universities? We're not going to give rowing. you a choice. Very rowing. good. Very good. Rowing. You become posh all of a sudden. Rowing. Rowing. Okay. Rowing then. Rowing. Okay. How many AMs does the Welsh government <laughs> What's an AM? <laughs> no idea. I've no idea either. I just checked and it means assembly members. How many AMs does the Welsh government have? 60? <laughs> I don't even know what it is. <laughs> Me neither. 60, 129, 108 and 92? 92. No. Dad? 108. <laughs> no, 60. Okay, so you two are wrong and also me because I don't know what AM stands for. Something minister, I guess. But you okay. should have looked it up. We asked the question. Now the questions are here. So, which of these is an Anglo-Saxon poem? Okay. Right. Mr. Hyde, Jude the Obscure, Beowulf, Beowulf, yeah, or Pride and Prejudice? Jude, yeah. Jude the Obscure, Obscure. No, Beowulf. Right, okay, good, well done. <laughs> <laughs> but Jude the Obscure, you've heard of? Never heard any. You do realise we're not that old, you know, like Saxons. What are you on about? We're not that old. We're on question 22 of 24. Then I have to tell you if you passed or not. Do I get Which... a prize? <laughs> yeah, you get to stay in your country. 
Right. Which of these words is based on Norman words? Okay. Do you remember who the Normans are now? <laughs> yeah, go on. Yeah. Cow, apple, park, or summer? Park. Summer. Park. Okay. Okay. What, so what was the answer? Park. That was a guess. I know they're all guesses, love. <laughs> I do guess. I do guess. I, I think I know what it's at. Don't guess. Uh, mm. So, which charity works to preserve important buildings in the UK? NSPCC, the Red Cross, Age UK, and the National Trust. National Trust. And next one. When were the last Welsh rebellions defeated? The 14th century, the 15th century, the 16th century, or the 17th century? 15th century. Who? 16th. Say it again. Seventeenth. Fifteenth. Fifteenth and. Okay, I'm not. I'm not deaf. Okay. Fifteenth century. Mum, you're right. Another guess. Okay. <laughs> so. I was thinking, but, I was thinking the brave heart to move it. <laughs> Where are you going? I don't want to stand up. But you know, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to understand how much you need to get to pass. <laughs> Oh, we've, uh-huh. just, we've just done that. Uh, you have to get 75% of the questions to pass. Oh, I think we got that far. Yeah. 9, 10, 11, 12. Dad got 12 wrong. And Mum, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Mum got 5 wrong. Oh, she's a smart one then. So, yeah, you had to get 18. So let's see. Dad got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Oh, well, Dad only got 12 right. And so only got 50%. So, you have to go back to Belfast. That's very good, though. Mum, you only got five wrong, so you can stay. Thank you. I'm going now. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye-bye. I've just realised that my mother didn't actually answer one of the questions, just my father did. And so she got one point less, but she's still allowed to stay in the country. How many of the questions did you get right? Would you have passed the British citizenship test? So while you're waiting for season two to come out, keep up to date with the YouTube videos and TikTok, Instagram, everything. All I need to do now is hand you over to the jingle. Bye for now. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. Here for you comes in your ears, another word for thanks is cheers. Here's the new kid from the block, here for you around the clock. Shining on his English lips, Chris is an anagram of risk. Chris!